Welcome to episode 14 of You Will Get Blisters. Hello, and welcome back. Hello, welcome back. Hey, I see you in two weeks, you know. I know. Well, we're excited. We're not, we can't say what we're doing though, can oh, we? Oh, is it still a surprise? Okay, good job I didn't say. When are we going to tell him? Uh, what are we telling via podcast? Shall we? Yeah. Okay, right. So... In two weeks' time, I'm going down to Lemmings Spa for the weekend. Well, I'm going down to Mountain House for the weekend because my mum had a burning urge that she wanted to go to Bongo's Bingo <laughs> because I'd been raving about it because I went for the first time last year. I think I've been living under a rock because I've never been. Actually, have you ever been? No, I've never been. No. Been in the run of the rock too. Um, the first one I went to was in Manchester where I live and it was brilliant and so solid crew were supporting. Oh, oh well, I'm sad I missed that one actually. I know. So we went with one of my besties, Emma, shout out Emma, and Charlotte, one of my besties, shout out Charlotte. And Emma and I had both forgotten that So Solid Crew was supporting um, because Charlotte had organised the ticket. And we were like, it just caused mass excitement when the boys... Romeo and uh, Harvey came on. Other than 21 Seconds, do you know any of their other songs? You'd be surprised. There were some other bangers, but what they also did is they sung loads of um, popular garage tracks from the yeah, era. Yeah, like, I absolutely love a bit of garage. Yeah, Sarah, lie. you'd have been in your absolute element. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I obviously was like raving about it to my mum. And then we saw that on, mum actually found it. Is it the 11th of Feb? That we're it going? is, yeah. Um, there was a 90s special on in Leamington Spa. What's the venue? Uh, it's the Assembly Rooms. Assembly, have I, well, I've been there. Probably not. It's just a, like a. It's well, they do club nights there. I think I've got the tickets, haven't I? I'll need I, to. Look I hope so. I have. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> after all this, we're all excited. It's sold out. Huh? It's about a five minute walk from my house. Then brilliant. That's Perfect. brilliant. So for context, Sarah, myself, and Nathan were all in the same tutor group from year seven. Um, we two, yeah, whatever. Um, in Web Ellis House, shout out to the Southamites that might know that. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be like old times with my mum dropping us off. Yeah, it's going to be great. And she's coming out. She's coming out. It's nineties themed as well, so it'll. We were going to do fancy dress, but we've not organised that a bit late now, isn't it? No, I think I think we just go as we are and enjoy everyone else. Yeah, fair enough. I've had oh. the opposite happen to me before. When I was about 17, went to watch Mika. Do you remember Mika? I do remember Mika. Um, and went with a group of friends. And I had heard, this is, well, MySpace, I suppose, was knocking about. But it was yeah. before the days of proper social media. And But I had heard on the grapevine that you dress up for Mika gigs and ev- everyone dresses up. So there was about five or six of us and we all went full out. Like we really dressed up. I was Christmas pudding. Obviously. Um, you got your cosper wear out of that one, didn't you? Well, tell me about it. A couple of my mates were like full on dressed as believable men. Brilliant. Um, and a couple of my friends went as whores. You know, it's a classic. Yeah. It was, what, yeah. How old? What year was it? 2007? So we were 17. Although my yeah. friends weren't actually. They were all a bit older. However, when we rocked up there, we were the only people in fancy dress. Everyone else was in completely normal clothes. But by the time you got there, there's nothing. You just got to style it out, haven't you? Got to style it out. Thank goodness there was a decent group of you. Oh, I know. Imagine it was just a couple of us. Two of you. (laughs) Did you get any funny looks, or did everyone just enjoying the vibe and thinking these? Yeah, people were asking us why we why we were dressed up. Oh, you on a Hindu? No, just come to the gig. At that point, after the fifth person that asked you, I'd be going, Yeah, not long till the big day. I'm a young bride. I'm 17. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
a well they do encourage it at bongos bingo don't they and especially when it's 90s theme oh definitely i i think that's we make a decision we're not going fancy dress it's very casual though i literally wore jeans a top and trainers when i went well, last i don't really do anything but casual so you're good to go then yeah <laughs> i mean good i might just go. wear my i'm currently in my pajamas I might just go could, yeah just rock up we might have a funny few funny ones. but we just yeah i'm excited i'm very excited i'm very excited it's gonna be a good night have you ever been to proper bingo, Em? Yes. That is intense, isn't have it? Have you? Have you? Yeah, I went, um, I used to work at the at HSBC in London and I went, a couple of the older women there used to go every week and they'd always have a great time, tell us what great time yeah. they had. So I sort of begged them to take us all. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a right laugh, you know, that they used to talk you can't about. can't talk, babe, can you? No, they used to tell us what a, what a right life they'd had. They had a few bottles of wine and a great night. So I got there, was just thinking it was going to be a piss up, right? And they come round and they say to you, do you want a, like a score? I don't know, it's not score, but do you want like a sheet and you got your yeah. dabber? Or do you want um, one of the electronic things? Well, I'm, I'm going to do this properly. And Debbie and Karen were like, no, you should definitely get the electronic one. I'm like, I'm not coming all the way out here to, oh, to no, do it Oh, no, I like to it use like the that. dabber, yeah. Yeah, well, then I realised, I've got the right fluster. I mean, they had a lovely time because they, they, the electronic one does it all for you so you can just sit and have, have a drink. Yeah, that's not fun. I don't enjoy that. I'll tell you what's not fun is trying to keep up with the caller. Yes, Checking off all your numbers. I was sweating him. I'll end up doing yours and on the 11th. I'll take your card because I tell oh, you now. Do you know what? I hadn't even considered the fact that we also have to play bingo. Yes. At Bongo's Bingo, you get given like a book. You don't have to like buy your book obviously It's including your prize. And it's in like by colour. So it'll be like blue game, grey game, red game, mm-hmm. yellow game. Um, and yeah, you're playing bingo. And I tell you now, like say if someone needs a wee or someone goes to get drinks, I when I've been I I can do I, my maximum I can do three people's cards at the same time I'm fast excellent well that so is don't worry. great no I'm a terrible multitasker so yeah so maybe I'll just have to do the one once at the beginning you'll be fine but once you're a few drinks down I'll take your card don't you worry I can see your mum getting in a bit of a, a fluster she might well I don't know no she's no I think she's she knows what she's got to do She'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, she'll be fine. She's very like attention to detail is high. Look at her job, you know. She's got good attention to detail. And she'll be driving, so she won't have had as many beers as me. So she won't and she probably won't even have one drink to be honest. She doesn't tend to, so she'll be okay. on the ball, so yeah. so we've got these cards covered because I tell you now, there's some cracking prizes to be won. Including <laughs> the two times I've been a double ended dildo. Which is what everyone needs. Everyone needs it. And then it's just <laughs> funny because when when I went to the last time I went, the guy that won it, it was more male the last one I went to, whereas it's usually quite female i think we were like going downstairs to the downstairs bar and the guy that had won the double ending dildo just had it like tucked into the inside of his jacket pocket so you know like right. an inside pocket so he was like walking along really casually to go for a wee <laughs> and there was just this like double ended dildo head popping out the front oh great. Like, wagging along <laughs> <laughs> but then there's things like henry hoovers they always have to win which i could actually genuinely do with oh there you go so we need eyes on the prize for that one then eyes down looking I'm, yeah I'm going with the actual game I, I'm going seriously I could do with winning a few things yeah at the end of the Manchester one the last round it was a thousand pounds wow I don't know if it's as big money in Leamington but you know I need to be on my A game that day you do sir but don't worry I've got us covered in the bingo cards so I'm good hoping to know, we good win to know. gotta work I'm hoping, out, I'm hoping yeah. we win as well it's exciting 
Well, podcasting. Where were we last week? So we got to Stoke Rivers. Do you remember when the lady got a map out? I do, yeah. Um, and then we had the parents over breakfast discussing what the child can't eat. Right. And off the back of that, um, as we knew when we were talking about it, we've had a couple of mums write in. Do you know what? And we're fine with that because we don't know what we're talking about. Because no, what did we true. say? We said, oh, a baby can have a bit of honey. We were saying, but you did say that baby could walk. So I'm thinking it's 18 months. Yeah, so. Oh, she's saying that. Some of them walk under one, all at different paces. I know, mums, don't worry, all at different times. But Some of them walk out of the womb. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a different kind of bit. <laughs> that's a giraffe. Well, yeah, they do, don't they? They do. Fascinating. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of mums on. Um, I mean, you know, we should never be trusted for medical advice. No, agreed. We've said some ter- We've given some terrible advice on this podcast. But it's not. I think babies can have honey if they're under one, and it's like honey from your mate down the road that keeps bees in the garden. There's a slight risk of botulism. But I, oh, that? it's really bad. Um, it's um, it's like a bacteria that you get when you ju- like preserve stuff at home. Oh, I mean, it is rare. It's Botox, Tom says. Oh, well, brilliant. Let's gather that up and we can inject that into my head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think if you bolt right, rouse, squeezy honey off the shelf, you're not going to get botulism. Oh, okay. Not that I'm, you know, encouraging people to buy that stuff. You might be giving incorrect advice again. Oh, my God. Just basically don't listen to a word we say. (laughs) You're safer if you don't listen to it. And we will judge. We will judge these parents being good parents. We will. Because we've got no idea. (laughs) Oh, think you're good parents, do you? Not trying to harm your baby. Not fancying a bit of botulism. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, so we've woken up there and we're ready to kick off. We're going to walk now from Stoke Rivers to Linton. There's a place called Linmouth and Linton and they're right next to each other, basically the same place. Okay. And do you know any idea of what date this was into the walk? How many days you'd been walking? This is day 18. It just happens to be the 25th of June. Okay. And I know that because I looked through my phone pictures earlier. Oh, nice. So, dear 18. Sarah and Tom have been walking for 17 days straight. We have. Are you still going? Yeah. It's about 13 and a half miles we're going to cover today. Okay. Wow. And what's the weather like? Can you remember? Oh, well, I'm about to tell you that, actually. Yeah. It absolutely pissed it down. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Like the wettest we got, I think, of the whole walk was on this day. Oh. We were... We were wet through. So I'll take you back a minute. Okay. When we looked at the route on the map, you know, it was a problem like to find something for lunch and that, like where are we going to eat? Um, there was nothing in the, pl- like but there was nowhere near the place that we stayed the night before. So it wasn't like we could go to a shop there. So you couldn't have even got stuff to make your lunch, you mean? Exactly. Oh, and we were walking over Exmoor. I don't know if you've oh, ever been yeah. to Exmoor, but it's it's like the wilderness. Yeah. Um, But we were going to go past one pub. So we're like, well, we're going to have to have pub lunch today yeah and that was quite you didn't do that a lot did you in the daytime because obviously budget and stuff not after we'd like really blown the budget in the first couple of weeks yeah you, you were living your best walking life <laughs> yeah yeah we've reined yeah. it in a bit now we're, yeah. we're mainly on peanut butter sandwiches yeah yeah so we knew we were going to hit this quite decent pub but and we were soaking like people were there all dressed up for the nice family lunch and we were like dr- two drowned rats by the time we got there. Oh wow! And wait, do you smell? Did you smell as well? Oh, I absolutely stank him. Like I stank okay. a lot. Like most of the time, I would say my bag actually started to smell. Oh, where it's cutting your pit up. Yeah, and all I could smell was like my own body odor from three weeks previous. You know, it was just really? gross. Yeah, it's weird though. In that sort of situation, you 
and you probably didn't smell to other people, but it's just it's like right under your nostril. Oh yeah, when yeah, when it's you, you can smell it, can't you? Well, well, you think that? Oh yeah, I mean, some people clearly cannot. Yes. We all know the ones. There's been the odd one over the years, hasn't there? You always remember them. There's always one in your office or someone you have to work with, isn't there? Yeah. Um, the night before, um, I, for some reason, had become completely fixed. This is when I became a cow behaviour expert, actually. Oh, yeah. I became completely fixated on the idea that I was going to be killed by cows. Okay. Well, you like you do like to think that you're going <laughs> to die through unnatural courses, don't you? <laughs> I don't want to say I like to think oh, that, yeah, but, but do. I do genuinely You do have a tendency that. to think <laughs> yeah. that you're going to die. Oh, it's very me to think yeah. that I'm going to so, die. It's so it's classic Sarah. <laughs> it's so you. So you, what you like. So I became obsessed with the idea that I was going to be run run down by cows. Yeah, and you're I, not like stabbed by a cow. No, like, obvious, I mean, they trampled. haven't got the... Haven't got thumbs. No, they can't hold a knife. Haven't got the dexterity, no. That's... Uh, that was unlikely. I thought I might be trampled by them. Yeah. And I had woken up. I had a really terrible night's sleep because I'd woken up about two hours after I fell asleep, just suddenly obsessed with the idea that I was going to die. Oh, you And um, just spent about three hours reading about cows on the internet. What time was this in the night? This, well, Tom was fast asleep next to me. So it must have been early hours, like 2 or 3 a.m. And oh, there's, a, there's a website called killercows.org. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend reading it when you're on a long distance walk. <laughs> Is it basically like all the horrendous stories about when people have been killed yeah. by cats? Sarah, why did you consider <laughs> that? Well, do you know what? My mum's mentioned it to me before because she's got a bit of a fear of cows. Aww. And I've just sort of laughed at her. You know, that's well, ridiculous. Well, yes, yeah, so I shouldn't have gone on there. You yes, weren't it's... laughing when you're on killercows.com at 2am. No, anyone can go on there and post their own experience. Oh, so God. it's all awful things yeah. that... Awful cows that people have run into. Yeah, I mean, there's some awful goings on in. Well, I don't want to know because I don't want to develop a phobia. I'm all right with them. Well, when I woke up in the morning, obviously it's all I can think about now. Hang on, did you manage to get back to sleep? Yeah, I think I did go back to sleep eventually. Probably dreamt of cows. After spending three hours on that website. Yeah. Oh, Sarah. And then I put on my Instagram a poll that morning and I just said, have you ever been chased by cows? Yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i tell you the results Go on <laughs> I do remember this, you know 68% of my followers said yes Oh no So now my fear was even worsened Because I'm like, well But there's being chased and then there's being killed Well, I don't know I don't personally know anyone that's been killed But actually, funny you should say that Because somebody did message and say Oh yeah, I've got a friend of a friend who died from being trampled by a cow oh, I mean, what my hearing is on the podcast no, for, well, after I'd done my um, poll at this pod. time. Sorry, sorry. So now I can barely like walk. I'm sorry. so frightened. Can I just, uh, right. What were you? What was your objective? You wanted to put it on your story because you were hoping it was going to be 100% of people saying no, and then you'd have felt better. Was I that was what hoping the majority was going to say no. Yeah. Well, that backfired, didn't it? It really did. So I'm like absolutely shitting myself now under the surface. Oh, have you told Tom? Yeah, I have to. Well, he's seen my poll, and then I've come clean <laughs> that I've been up all night <laughs> on killercows.org. <laughs> So he knows that I'm scared at this point. <laughs> I'm just going to have to go on this website. Bear with me. I can't. Oh, yeah. You get it up and like tell us the top story. I will. Killer cows. <laughs>
They're campaigning for safer footpaths. Right, I'm getting this website up. Killer Cows. Okay, it's killercows.co.uk, not org. Yeah, so if you go on the menu and scroll down, I'm on it as well now. I'm looking at the top header. Killer Cows, (laughs) keeping our footpaths safe for walkers. Yeah, they're like, they want um, cows taken off for public footpath fields, which I actually would agree with. Yeah, as a walker. As a walker. And I'm sure that there are farmers out there that do it to put walkers off. I'm sure I'm sure that happens. Yeah. But at the same time, because I'm being fair to the farmers as well. um, It's a lot of work that, isn't it? It's a lot of work. And, you know, they obviously put them in a particular field for a reason. They might not just have choice of any. And and there are only certain breeds of cow that they can put in fields that have public footpaths through. Yeah. So you shouldn't be walking through a field that has particularly aggressive cow breeds. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm obviously an expert now. You've all look clearly. If you go on the menu there, Em, you can scroll down. It says horror stories as a section. I'm, I can. There's a lot to go out here. So <laughs> even just here, sir, I've got oh, down the right nap, recent posts. Jill's story, multiple injuries. I'm really sorry to hear that, Jill. Narrowly missed. This is another one. Narrowly missed being trampled, 26th of August, 22. SL story, a mad scramble. Oh, yeah. the next one. Woman trampled to death by cows. Well, that's sad. Ed's story, chased to the gate. Oh, goodness. So Beverly's story, she was only knocked down by a cow. I mean, still not nice. Oh, Martin and Margaret were both trampled by cows. Julia was scared for her life. Oh, goodness. I'm scared to click on. Dave. Oh, David Gosling, lessons learned. I'm going to press on that one because I think he's alive. Oh, so this is a good one I've just come across. Go on. We did start thinking that our walking poles might be useful. Yeah. But we still only got two between us at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, but Jan's story saved by her walking poles. So I'm going to read this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. On the 25th of June, 2020, I was walking with my friend and his dog. We were on a footpath on Bethacar Moor near Oxen Park in Cumbria. We crested a hill in the middle of the field and saw that the cattle were dispersed generally across the field so it was not possible to walk around them. One cow broke away and made towards us. My friend moved away with the dog on the lead as I faced the cow and held up my walking poles. I think that might be a first error, actually, Jan, because by doing that, you're kind of saying to the cow, something's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. The cow stopped, but as I turned to walk away, it began running at me. I turned and faced it again, and it slowed down, allowing my friend and dog to progress further away. This happened a few times until we both got near, near enough to the field's edge to run away. We weren't injured, but we were badly frightened. Oh, <laughs> badly frightened. Oh, Jan, I'm, I hope you've got over it now. I hope you have, Jan. I wonder if she's... Oh, yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because I suppose, in a way, by her like squaring up to the cow, it was showing that she was quite... Yeah, like ready for a bit of a fight. Yeah. So in my head now, though, at this point, I am ba- I'm like Jan, I'm badly frightened. You are badly frightened, aren't you? So my dad told us this, and this is... I'm not sure this is the best advice, that if cows come towards you, you should wave your arms in the air, make yourself as big as possible. This is actually advice that some people give and shout something like, yo, like like what a farmer would do if they were moving the herd. Yeah. I think that's quite a brave thing to do, really. I'm not sure it's the best advice. No, but hang on a second. We have covered you being a cow behavioural expert and you told us what to do. So come on, let's have a recap. 
remain calm yeah. and walk with purpose. That was it, yeah. Um, but the chances of a cow actually being aggressive towards you is very low. It usually happens when you're up against a fence or something, doesn't it? They're the ones that usually die. Well, people mistake their curiosity yeah. for aggressiveness. Like, it's, like a cow hasn't got a face. No, You can't yeah. tell if it's been inquisitive or angry. Yeah. The chance of a load of cows being really angry, especially if you haven't got a dog, is very low. Yeah. They're more, if they are looking, ang- if you're certain they're angry, they're after your dog, not you. Yeah. But always it, the advice is, isn't it, let the dog off the lead and the dog will get itself to safety. Definitely. Because it's usually, I know it sounds awful, it's usually people that keep the dog on the lead, the dog ends up all right and then the person gets squished up against a gate or a fence, which is awful, isn't it? Yeah. I always think keep away from the edge. I think naturally you run to like an edge, mm. whereas you want to run through and just get over the style there and you'll not run walk with purpose to the style i would always make a mental escape route in your head when you enter a field with cows look around for the exits oh god i wouldn't do that that's good advice so with that in mind em yeah we got to encounter some cows yeah we get to exmoor and, and basically the first thing we come across is a herd of cattle brilliant I think they were Highland cattle, which are actually very docile. Yeah. But because I'm now badly frightened, yeah, it's like the worst thing I, I could have possibly come across that morning. And this so was in the. This is before the pub, right? This is as you've left that morning. It was after the pub. Okay. Yeah, it was after the pub where we had a lovely meal. Actually, the Black Venus, Ooh. it was called. Um, which might be a prize at Bongo's Bingo. <laughs> it could be definitely <laughs> after what we've covered. There we go. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, so it was in the middle of Exmoor and there's like no escape. I mean, we had to go through this field and we stood sort of behind a gate for a while. And the fact that we stood there kind of being indecisive was worse for the cows than if <laughs> we'd just walked in. I know, but I get that it's human nature, isn't it? You're plucking at the courage because you've been on killercows.co.uk for three hours in the night. Exactly. So Tom walked in sort of like 10 metres and then watched what they did. And well, the fact is that Highland cattle don't really care, but we didn't know that at the time. Yeah. And then we retreated, went back behind the gate again. Then we're like, what are we doing? We've got to go so we did eventually just walk through and um, they could not have cared less <laughs> that's good though so that obviously boosted your confidence a bit it did but I don't know if you've seen Highland cattle we've actually got some in Southam they're really cute looking cows aren't they yeah they're beautiful yeah and they, they look massive and they've got horns so they look scarier but actually like the nicest cows you could you could, yeah the nicest cows you could want to meet yeah no I like Highland cattle they always have a little tuft of hair don't they on the they flag. do a little fringe yeah a little fringe that's exactly what it is. So we had a long walk over Exmoor then, which is just, I, I really enjoyed it because it just it really does feel like you're in the wilderness. Yeah. There's no like real path either. You're just kind of navigating your way across. What What is terrain. it? Terrain. Yeah, it's just terrain. terrain. So and... is that at the moment they're talking about in the news, aren't they? That Can you wild camp on Exmoor? Or is that... Okay, actually, this is a good thing to bring up. Isn't it in... It's yeah, in Dartmoor. Dartmoor. But I think they're currently talking about stopping it and now it's been appealed, thank goodness, because... Well, the, so they did say, yeah, we're going to stop it and now loads of people are protesting. Yeah, and it was the so. last place you could legally wild camp in England yeah. or Wales. Yeah, so hopefully it keeps that. Obviously, well, I don't know the argument to and against really, but I just have heard that, you know, it's nice for us to have that in the country, isn't it? Well, definitely. At one point, Em, you know, we were free to roam. Yeah. Yeah, if you're interested in it, I would Google right to Rome and you'll see loads of people protesting at the moment. 
So we made it over Exmoor to Linton and it's like really steep. Some oh. people listening might have been there. I think it's quite touristy. Really, really steep climb up a hill. How are your feet? Um, This day was awful. Oh. I, this was a real low point for me. Oh, funnily enough, I did another poll that evening that said, would anybody like to see a picture of my feet? I remember that day and I definitely pressed yes. 81% said yes. There we go. Well, that, was, that was the majority. <laughs> that was, a, yeah, a vast majority. Uh, so, sorry for the 19% that said no. Yeah, well, they can swipe on, can't they? Um, yeah, I was feeling quite homesick that Aww. evening. So we got to the hotel and my feet were in agony, oh, like in like throbbing, bits, throbbing. And it's worse um, when you take your boots off. Throbbing, really horrible. I was, I was missing home a lot and... <laughs> We thought there must be like a co-op or something there. And the only shop, well, uh, certainly the only shop we could be bothered to walk to was like a corner shop. And it was a low point um, when I had for my dinner strawberry laces. Oh, God. Tom was sat on the little desk that you get in those hotels naked. <laughs> making himself, you know, like the the you buy those hot dog rolls in those types of shops that have got a, sell, a use by date of like a year on them. It's definitely not real bread. It's mainly chemicals. So Tom had his sausage out and he was <laughs> fiddling around with a <laughs> long life sausage on the desk. And he's making himself a sandwich with one of those hot dog rolls using a spork. I mean, like it was, <laughs> and I'm sat there eating strawberry laces. It was just a real low point. With your feet absolutely throbbing, looking at your naked husband with hang on yeah. he's not he's not meant to be eating meat you know hang on got <laughs> red-handed <laughs> we had this it was a tiny little telly in there like oh. it may as well have been an ipad strapped to oh, the wall no. and we watched um the spy who loved me oh. i was trying to concentrate on that with my throbbing feet my strawberry laces and tom trying to make this stupid little sandwich on a desk i was just naked it was yeah naked it was awful and imagine if that night it had been somewhere really nice it probably would have perked you right up wouldn't yeah it? it would have done and actually oh. that night i wrote a list of things i was missing oh come on that's it it was proper home cooked food vegetables yeah having nice feet yeah i was missing leamington oh. and i missed my washing machine yeah i can do you know what as well because at one point you were toying with moving house do you think, mind actually, you tied not to before the war, but do you think the walk and being away from home for so long and missing like home comforts, do you think it reignited your love for Leamington Spa? Oh, definitely. Like a lot of the pubs and stuff we were going in, we were like, it's no townhouse, is it? Like That's it's a nice no. pub, but it's not the townhouse. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, it's a nice town, but it's no Leamington. So no. yeah, I mean, we were we were happy to come back eventually. I suppose you do, you, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Em. But I think that's good if, if you like where you live. It could go the other way if you didn't like it in, in, not in a bad way but it can be like no do you know what it's time for a move we want to live somewhere like extra place or extra place but lemon spire is good it ticks a lot of boxes i think it does it does great place to live yeah i've probably just raised the house prices by well, saying that you don't need to raise them anymore let me tell <laughs> that you it's true actually it's a horrible place to live and i wish nobody else would move here <laughs> <laughs> So did you sleep well in this horrible hotel? Yeah, I think I did. Oh, the other thing I did that day was on my Instagram, I did like a Q&A. Nice. 
And somebody asked me about what I did to treat my feet in the evenings. Okay. And yeah, I would take the boots off, which then they would hurt more. And if I could, I would soak them and I'd put a bit of antiseptic in the soak. Yeah. Just to avoid infections. And then I would stay in uh, flip-flops the rest of the day. Like, do not put your feet back in your boots. And then the next morning I would just talc and Vaseline all over them. I was doing that every day. It's not quite time consuming, isn't it? When you like shatter. Oh yeah, like it's a whole routine. Yeah, exactly. And you just can't be bothered. But if you don't do it, it would be worse. And yeah. they were they were bad already. Yeah. They absolutely stank as well, Em. What are? Feet. You know that generic foot smell? Yeah. yeah. But you can't believe how strong it gets from having like actually sweaty feet. It's from it's it's the just boots rank. though, isn't it? Especially when they're getting wet and stuff. Exactly. Oh, I hope we're not putting in and off their tea. <laughs> All the brekkie. <laughs> So we slept there that night, Em. And did you wake up refreshed? No. (laughs) We never did. Follow us on Insta at You Will Get Blisters. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you again next time.